0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at the Fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share and of course, listen to the quiz at the quiz.fox. Uh, now moving up in the polls in New Hampshire, uh, especially uh, and fighting the good fight already qualified for the second debate. Governor, welcome back.
1: Brian, thanks for having me. Hope you had a good everyday weekend. Uh, did you work? Were you out there? We were we were out there working, and um, we're out we're raising money and uh, making sure that we have what we need to communicate our message all across the country. My
0: analysis, the best thing that ever happened to you, Mike Pence, and and Governor Haley is Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> it, yeah, it, look.
1: <laughs> he, look, he, you know, everybody, in every one of the races I've seen and I know you've seen over the last few cycles, um, there's a candidate who comes out of nowhere, seemingly, to get some attention, um, and it's a, it's a temporary thing, and I you know, I have my eyes focused where I need to have them focused, and uh, to the extent that Vivek continues to be the kind of guy you wanted to stuff in the locker in the 11th grade, um, you know, we'll deal with him, but <laughs> the, the fact is that we have important issues to deal with in this country, uh, and people who have experienced and are thoughtful about them, need to deal with them. And that's what I intend to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's really bright. I'm, fr- I'm very friendly with him. I did his feature when his book came out, the success he had before 40. Almost no one, including me, would ever experience. Uh, but when it comes to foreign policy and some other issues, I just looked at your face at the debate in Milwaukee. You leaned forward, and you thought to yourself, is this happening? <laughs>
1: yeah, and, I, look, and that's you... going <laughs> Brian, you know, you don't... Know, I don't think it should be American policy to treat Israel like we treat every other country in the Middle East when Israel is the only democracy in the Middle East. I don't think it should be American policy to give give away Taiwan uh, to the Chinese. I don't think it should be American policy to cuddle up to a brutal autocratic dictator like Vladimir Putin with the hopes that he's going to like us more than he's going to like another brutal autocratic dictator in Xi Jinping in China. Um, And as I predicted on the debate stage, now North Korea wants to get involved in the game because Joe Biden is so weak that everybody feels like now's the time to take advantage. And Vivek is essentially playing that same game. So, you know, uh, these are the realistic things. The good news is we've only had one debate so far. We have another one in in, uh, three weeks, and I'm looking forward to being there.
0: You, uh, I understand, believe that uh, President Trump will be at the Alabama debate. I don't know who's carrying it or details, but why do you believe that?
1: Because I think, you know, he lost, um, uh, he lost an opportunity, I think, in, uh, you know, in Milwaukee to be there and I think to be able to articulate what he wants. I think he thinks the, the uh, audience at the University of Alabama would be a favorable one for him. He likes that. Um, And I think he's going to want to get in the middle of this thing. So I think he'll be there. Um, I'm going to be there. So it doesn't matter to me whether he's there or not. Um, But if he is there, it'll certainly be a bit of a different atmosphere on the stage.
0: So I want you to hear George Stephanopoulos, a place you used to be full-time. I imagine you got benefits if you chose to take them or you could use your wives. That's something personal for you. But ABC, George Stephanopoulos, this week with him, he was actually on the show. Uh, And here's what he was just shocked by the new poll that has Trump and Biden locked at 46 percent. Cut to. It is kind of shocking in a way that despite all of the baggage that Donald Trump carries, he's tied with Joe Biden right now. With every passing month, with every new indictment, Donald Trump seems to be consolidating his control over the Republican Party. And as much experience as you had and he's had and every expert's had, no one predicted anything that's happening right now. Four indictments? I don't know if anyone said four. His rea- The reaction for the public? I-, I believe they've gone so far. They've made Donald Trump a sympathetic figure, which I don't even think he's comfortable with. Do you agree?
1: Look, I think that what's happened here is that all of this stuff is theoretical when it's an indictment. Um, I think the problems for Donald Trump are going to come when he's got to go to trial um, in two different respects. Um, The first is that evidence is actually going to be presented by live witnesses and documents that will make people, I think, feel significantly differently about this and make make them feel much less like some of these charges. And you know, Brian, I don't agree with the New York case. I don't think it should have been brought. And I don't think the Atlanta case should have been brought against Donald Trump. Um, He had already been charged with essentially the same crimes in the federal case, and I think both the state cases went well overboard, and I wouldn't have brought them. Um, but on the two federal cases, uh, I think when those and that evidence starts to be presented, it becomes much more real to people. Secondly, he's going to be sitting in a courtroom um, for all of March and much of April every day. Um, it's not optional whether to show up for your criminal trial or not, as it is for a civil trial. And so he's going to have to be there every day, um, not out there making the case against Joe Biden. When when those things happen, uh, I think this this race changes significantly. And as those things become uh, more of a reality, as we get closer to it, I think the race changes.
0: And I, I know that's uh, what everybody's banking on, because, because it's a pretty big deficit between uh, DeSantis, you, uh, Nikki Haley, Vivek. So as you look at that, When you strategize, and it is to me like sports, when you strategize, is your goal to get ahead of DeSantis or is your goal to get ahead of Trump?
1: Well, I'm already ahead of DeSantis in New Hampshire in the last poll uh, by five points Um, and within 20 of Trump and Trump's at 34 in in the latest New Hampshire poll. So, look, this is why these national polls are foolhardy, Brian. We don't have a national primary. We have a state by state primary. This should remind everybody of 2016 when Hillary Clinton was ahead of Donald Trump in every national poll going into general election day. And then Donald Trump gets 306 electoral votes. Why? Because this is a state by state race, both in the primary and in the general election. And so to me, national polls are meaningless, um, they show trends but they don't show anything other than that. And what we're seeing in New Hampshire is that we've gone from zero to 14% in three months, and we're going to continue to climb in New Hampshire. Uh, And then if Donald Trump were to lose one of those elections in Iowa or New Hampshire or South Carolina or Nevada in in the first four, then it becomes an entirely different race. So, you know, the election is not going to be held today. And I know, You know, for some reason, there's always an obsession among people that they want to end the race before it starts. Um, It's not going to happen. So we're going to continue to run the race. We're going to run hard in New Hampshire and South Carolina. And we're going to see where this ends up in January and February, not in uh, September.
0: Was Ron DeSantis wrong not to show up with Joe Biden in Florida after the hurricane?
1: Sure. He was playing politics with it, but... That's his choice. I'm not the least bit surprised that that's what he chose to do. Um, You know, the governor of the state, uh, the president of the United States comes and you're asking uh, the president of the United States and the Congress for significant uh, aid, which Ron DeSantis is doing. um, And especially if you voted against it uh, 10 years ago uh, for Sandy aid, um, you you should have been there with the president to welcome him. Fortunately, Rick Scott, the United States Senator and a former governor, two-term governor, who knows what it means to be governor, um, showed up uh, and made sure that the president saw the things that he needed to see. Your job as governor is to be the tour guide for the president, is to make sure the president sees your people, sees the damage, sees the suffering that's going on and what's going to need to be done to rebuild it. You're doing your job. And Unfortunately, he put politics ahead of his job. That was his choice.
0: Uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I think in his mind, and I have not talked to those guys, uh, they saw an ad coming out uh, from his Republican opponents. Ron DeSantis is really a Democrat. Guess who we decided to show up with uh, Joe Biden and praise Joe Biden for his, he wants to he prays for Joe Biden for his support. That happened to you, correct?
1: It did. It did. I wouldn't do a thing differently. Because my obligation is to the people who elected me. And the people who elected me were all the people of the state of New Jersey. And guess what? We were able to rebuild our state in record time, um, be able to bring it back to where it needed to be, returned our tourism Um, the very next summer. Remember, Sandy happened October 29th. And by the next summer, tourism was back at the Jersey Shore because of the way we worked with the federal government to get the aid we needed and to get things done. Um, I think people should want someone who wants to do their job, first and foremost, while they're auditioning for another job, not put the audition for the other job and the politics ahead of doing things for the people of Florida. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.
0: So uh, we had President Biden out over the weekend, and there are times when you want to say the economy's great. That's your – you could look at certain numbers. Everybody knows that as part of politics. I look at the job numbers. I look at the fact of growth, and I – but I've never seen someone blatantly lie about a liability. And one of the things that he's lying about is that he cut the deficit. And I cannot believe this, but the federal deficit, not only is not cut, it doubled for the first time without a catastrophe or a war from $1 trillion last year to $2 trillion for this fiscal year. And it's going to go up again. all the spending programs that he passed on mostly a uh, partisan vote, some were bipartisan on, on the infrastructure, uh, have now come into play. And the money that is not there, we have spent 6.7 trillion. We have only we've only had 4.5 trillion in revenue. And the president of the United States actually stood on the stage, I think it was Philadelphia, and said I'm cutting the deficit. How do you attack somebody that blatantly takes his liability and tries to reverse it? The other thing he says is Republicans have been bad on fentanyl and I'm going to crack down on it. That type of jujitsu almost seems so farcical, but are you concerned it's going to work?
1: Uh, It's it's only going to work if the person running against him in November has their own credibility problems. That's the only way it's going to work, Brian. The fact is that we know, and I've been talking about the spending that's been done, quite frankly, since Barack Obama. Obama, Trump, and Biden have have added trillions, trillions and trillions to the deficit. Trump's added over $6.5 trillion in four years right. to the deficit. Biden's adding even more. He's going to outstrip Trump's four years. Without a pandemic.
0: Spending. And I, I like to take Trump's record, and I think you agree with me, prior to the pandemic, don't you think?
1: Well, look, I, I, I'm, I'm excluding pandemic spending, Brian. If you add pandemic spending, it's over $8 trillion. Um, look, Donald Trump admitted it himself. He, he had no interest in fiscal responsibility. He didn't. And he spent the way he spent. That's fine. He'll have to defend that at some point. But it becomes very difficult if you don't have a great record on spending to be able to call Joe Biden out on his lies. Right. And Joe Biden is lying. He's lying in a big way. Listen, inflation, it still costs 17% more for families to buy anything than it did when Joe Biden became president. They still are having their wages fall behind what their, what their costs are. Um, people feel like they're worse off in America today than when Joe Biden became president, because they are. And it's becoming harder and harder for them to be able to put food on the table, put gas in the car, right. cool their homes in the summer, heat their homes in the winter because of his awful energy policy. I mean, look, there's so much to go after this guy on. Right. And to get back to your original point, that's why we don't want to be talking next fall about whether Donald Trump was convicted gotcha. in some of his earlier trials or will be. We want to be talking about Joe Biden's awful performance as president of the United States.
0: Governor Christie, you don't have a Mets playoff run to distract you. You can focus no. on your own run. So best of luck. <laughs> Thanks for checking in with us. It's after Labor Day. Nobody can say it doesn't matter anymore. Go get him, Governor. Yep.
1: It's game time, Brian, for for (laughs) politics, but not Uh, for our Mets. Not not, not for your Mets or the Yankees. Uh,
0: Thanks so much. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com.